forever. Dog. There are endless places to run, but no way to escape the dot dot dot. House of Stairs by William Slater. Oh, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast <laughs> that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. I like to think that you were like, oh, I didn't hear you come in. I was merely reciting the log line to yeah. this story. <laughs> or like I'm sitting in a leather chair in front of a fireplace and I'm holding the book and I've closed <laughs> it like, oh, thank you for joining us, viewer. Ah, I was just finishing this story. <laughs> a thrilling tale of uh, government testing. Yes. Um, so what did you think of this book? I liked it. I mean, there were things I didn't love about it, but overall I was like, oh, this is very interesting. It's very Twilight Zone. Yeah. What did you think yeah, of it? I, well, I remembered reading this book and I remembered like being very i don't know it stuck with me a lot like i thought about it a lot um yeah. just because you know i was probably like 11 and i was like it's true you know when people are put <laughs> into these situations they can be pretty evil <laughs> it's like i don't know because like human nature if like you're competing for resources like it could get pretty ugly um so it's been a little while since I've read this book because we've been like rescheduling because of c -c coronavirus. Um, uh, wait, what's the main character's name? The girl, Lola. Lola. Don't you think that they did Lola dirty in the drawing of her? Oh, very dirty. <laughs> like justice for Lola. So bad. What is up with her hair? The hair. The it hair looks is like she's so... just been electrocuted. It's so yeah, she looks like <laughs> just like she just like <laughs> like got a really nasty shock on a door handle and is about to be like, ooh, staticky today. Yeah. <laughs> like, oof. We shake this out. Woo. Yeah, no, they did her dirty. Mm -hmm. um, uh did... her face isn't too bad. Whereas like yeah. Peter's face sort of looks like it's falling off, like yeah. his features are falling off of his face. Yeah. They and do he's, got, well. he's got like 90s mom hair, the like spiky. He, yeah, he does. <laughs> or like the like Jenna Elfman uh, 1999 haircut. Yeah. And um, and he, like his hands seem like they don't work. Yeah. And they're very large and bulky. Very large and bulky. Um, this I, I I think the reason why this book stuck with me so much is that it's really different from any of the other books I was reading. Um, yeah. And just, you know, he does do a good job of having you be like, what the heck is this place? Yeah. Because I wanted I, to know. It wasn't until – it wasn't really until it got to the end of part one where I was like, oh, expect experiments are happening yeah no me too and i read this book before <laughs> i thought maybe i like i was like it could be aliens yeah. it could be anything and then yeah. once it was like the worst was to come i was like oh okay yeah 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and read the back of the book and the second tagline. In the not-too-distant future, there's a house that's not a home. It's your (laughs) worst nightmare. Peter, Lola, Blossom, Abigail, Oliver. Five 16-year-old orphans. One by one, they are brought to a place that is unlike anything any of them has ever known. It's not a prison, not a hospital. It has no walls, no ceiling, no floor. Nothing but endless flights of stairs leading nowhere except back to the red machine. The five will learn to love the machine, will let it rule their lives, but will they let it kill their souls? They don't really love the machine. No, they they don't. They're they slaves to it. They still hate the machine. Yeah. They're just ruled by the machine. Yeah. 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 Um, There were, you know... A little bit. There was a lot of fat phobic stuff in this book. Hmm, was there? Because <laughs> like that Blossom girl is like literally just. Des- wait, was it Blossom? Yeah, is like described like a pig, and she like acts very greedy with food, and she is basically a villain because she wants to eat all the time. Yeah, and I didn't understand why it was as bad as it was with her, because you didn't know like the world they were living in. No, I just, like, it didn't seem like enough of a motivator Mm -hmm. to me because she seemed like she was desperate for food from day one. Yeah. I feel like, well, so so what we know is that she's rich and, well, they're all orphans. She, her parents died recently. Um, She was rich and everyone else is either, like, a career orphan or, like, (laughs) I'm a professional orphan. Yeah, <laughs> like has been poor. Yeah. They're all poor, I'm except kind her. of an amateur orphan. <laughs> she's definitely yeah, she's, an amateur orphan, and she reveals things that they never even knew about the world, which is that some people still have houses. Yes, which they were led to believe that, like literally everyone, even people who work in the government, live in like these compounds. But it turns out that, like, secretly, if you have enough power, you get special treatment and you get to live in a house yeah because and they never really say anything about like we never know if it's like the world was running out of resources we never know why the world is shittier Mm -hmm. than it is yeah which is interesting yeah there's no specific like event we just know that it's kind it's pretty dystopian and Um, it kind of remind. I mean, not so intensely, but like it reminds me a little bit of Snowpiercer. Um, yeah. In that, like, they don't like they just eat these like protein bar things, and like they're kind of stuck in their class, and and they're also shamed about sex, which is interesting. Oh my god! Which made me really love the end. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's a fun like male. F- female platonic message here yeah and they have been platonic this entire time which i love yeah they like so basically there's like a shy boy (laughs) named what's his name peter peter and peter's the one that we are with first yes him and lola are like the main ones and lola's second who we are kind of with yeah um but Peter is just like this sad, shy boy that. Don't you think he's gay? He might be. 
I think he's I think yes, I think he's probably coded as gay. Um because it's like yeah. once he sort of admits that like Jasper his first like roommate not only like took care of him and looked out for him but loved him. Yeah. Then he's able to talk a lot more clearly. He doesn't stutter with Lola anymore. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very interesting. And I also I I I felt like I don't know. I feel like this book tackles a lot of like really complicated themes. Like, so there's this, um, Oliver, is he the jock boy? Yeah. So there's this, he villain, villain of the book. Ooh, ooh, so many times. He's, He's, uh, he is a misogynist. He is just like terrible and is like power hungry. He hates Lola from the minute he meets her. Cause he knows that she has like power. Mm-hmm. And that he can't, like, she's not going to succumb to his boy charms. Yeah, because she's not interested. Nope. Wait, who's the girl? Who's the pretty one? Abigail. Abigail. Oh, sad Abigail. Poor Abigail. Poor Abigail. She could have been. She could have been with Lola and Peter. She could have, but very sad. I thought that very she sad. was going to by the end. Me too. Me too. Um. So like. We start out with Peter and Lola and like first it's just Peter. He's by himself. He's like, oh, my God, all these stairs. I'm scared. And he's just he's he's blindfolded and his uh, hands are tied. Excuse me. His hands are tied and he's like pushed out of an elevator into this labyrinth world. And he's like literally scared to go on the stairs. Mm -hmm. And it's like just like a labyrinth of stairs, like these like stairs with no railings. And just like a vacuum of space, like they're like yeah, just white space, white space. And so he shows up and he's like very timid. He keeps like retreating into his memories. Um, and he keeps remembering this boy Jasper that was like his best friend that loved him. And then we meet, so he's kind of like alone. Then he sees Lola. We meet Lola, who's like classic girl from the wrong side of the tracks, like smokes. Oh, she smokes. Oh, she curses. Oh, she doesn't give a shit about rules. She mm-hmm. got kicked out of the um of the orphanage for like mm-hmm. being bad, starting a fight or something. No, she put a snake in like the, the oh, headmistress's right. room. Yes, that's she right. She stole a snake and put it in her room. That's great. I hope the snake was okay. Me too. I never enjoy animal violence. No. We never find out, though. So I'll assume it no, was fine. No, Yeah, I, I think it was fine. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, they should have known not to take Lola, though. She's way too rebellious. I know. What were they They should have known that she was not going. You know, it was hubris. It was. I can condition was- any child. Mm-hmm. Or they thought that her aggression was going to work to their advantage, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And they saw Peter's meekness as a weakness instead of just like having a very good heart. Yeah. That was yeah, their they downfall. Did. That was their downfall. But they were right about Oliver and Blossom. Mm-hmm. And then Abigail was like on the fence, but because she liked Oliver, she got trapped. Yeah. I know. So it's like a very Lord of the Flies situation, but like weird science fiction-y yeah so peter and lola kind of like are getting to know each other and it's really interesting like because we get to be in everyone's head 
which is kind of cool. Yeah, I liked that. And so like we get to see him kind of take her in and then her kind of take him in. And she's kind of like, oh, this guy is like such a scaredy boy. Like he's afraid of everything. Come on, like just keep up with me. And he's just like, why is she being so loud? Like <laughs> it is very cute. Um, And then they see Blossom or they finally come across Blossom licking the red machine. Oh, yeah. Or sticking her tongue out at it. Yeah. Which is the saddest image. I know. The desperation know. That, to that is so sad. Yeah. And basically, we find out that Blossom, and she's like getting these little like pieces of food. She's which getting are, like beef jerky, essentially. Yeah. And she's just like every time she sticks her tongue out, the machine puts this beef jerky out. And she has just been sitting there doing it over and over and over again just compulsively yeah and it turns out she like had gotten a piece of food from it it stopped giving her food and she was like mad at it so she stuck her tongue out at it and it like plopped out a piece of food and so she's like yeah it just happened yeah and i think that the the reason that they let that behavior result like then get and I, immediately i was like oh they're rats in a cage yeah. i Some just didn't know watching. who was watching the cage yeah um but i guess it was that she was debasing herself and that's why she was being rewarded yeah. with food it was so sad i just wish i thought blossom was a really interesting character i just wish it wasn't so fat shaming it was really disgusting it was and it, and i get that it's like i understand where it's coming from because this is supposedly a future in which like the poor are literally starving and um the rich are like you know being able to eat more um and so like they're kind of you know it's like the olden days thing of where they're equating like if you're like starving to death then you're skinny and you're poor and if you're rich then you're being able to like eat a bunch and you have gout you know, yeah, it, it's but, pretty black and white. Yeah, but I mean, but like, you or know, like we yeah, and like, I think at least where we are right now, we've kind of passed that as like a way to do that kind of commentary, um, and like that, you know, seems kind of dated and old fashioned and fat phobic. So I understand. Yeah, I think there going. are other ways to show that she's like selfish when it comes to resources, other than being an overeater well and she could even be a greedy overeater because let's say yeah without being to, obese yeah 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 it's like let's say she's used to just getting whatever she wants all the time yeah and um the like she so then she's like oh there's a resource i want it i'm going to take it mm -hmm. i agree but i don't think that she needed to be like compared to a pig so much <laughs> let's just say <laughs> Um, yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. Yeah. Or like, yeah, it, like really, like just like cruelly describing her. It was really appearance. It was very cruel. I didn't even want to repeat what it said. It was just very mean. It was very mean. And I but think she's also could... depicted as being very smart. So at least she there's that. Is smart. <laughs> she is. She is very smart, and she is very manipulative and cunning. She's and a mean like, girl. She's a mean girl. 
Because she's like literally like, I don't like Lola because Lola won't like, I just don't like her. She's negative mm-hmm. to me. I don't like her. So I'm going to turn everybody against her and I'm going to do everything I can to. Yeah. And she gets Lola. Like there's a m- moment where she and Lola go off to like the bathroom together and she does this whole like everything she does. You can see how calculated it is where she's like, okay, I'm going to like get her to like say bad shit about everybody else. And I'm going to like, I'm trying to get her to show that I can be trusted. So I'm going to um, like, well, it's like first she's first she's like, okay, so I'll just appear really helpless and needy because I like, I need her to show me where the toilet is. She's the only one who found it. Yeah. And so she's just like really like, being overly complimentary and over apologizing for her behavior earlier. And then when she sees that Lola like left, like tore off a piece of clothing and left it as a marker of how to find the toilet again, then Blossom, even though she really doesn't want to, rips off the bottom like um, ribbon from the dress that she's wearing and leaves that. And that makes Lola think that she is like more good hearted than she thought. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And like, as she's doing it, she's like, this is accomplishing my goal. She is trusting me. Yeah. It's really gross. (laughs) Yeah. And it totally works because Lola then talks shit about the other people and it gets, some intel and then she is able to like kind of expand on it and then later when she senses that everybody is like kind of believing like doing what Lola wants she's like oh yeah well this is what Lola said about you guys and it's all kind of based in true observations and mm-hmm. and and Lola was being kind of was. hateful she was <laughs> like everybody does talk shit about other people and i liked abigail's reaction when when blossom was yes! finally like you would not even believe the horrible things that she said about all of you. I don't even want to repeat it. Anyway, I'm going to repeat it. And yeah. Ab- Abigail is like, she is breaking a social contract. I know. You never share what somebody else said about you because it's so mean to tell the person, like, it's okay if you talk shit about people, but you do not share that. I know. I that was a really funny reaction. I liked that. I liked that. And I also liked um, the nuance in which – so, like, you, you know, we kind of show uh, Peter, the main character, um, when he meets Oliver for the first time. He, like, first – and I love this, too, that we don't actually know if this kid was Jasper or wasn't. I thought it was. I thought maybe he was. For a while. Him. Not I thought, yeah. for that long. But yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Interesting. Yeah. But then it like, you know, we don't know for sure, but he's probably not. I don't think he Jasper. is. Yeah. No, I don't think Jasper would have acted the way Oliver did. Yeah. But so for then, a little bit, it's like, it's a little bit of a mystery. Yeah. I was like, dang, is he really going to do him like that? But it wasn't him. Oliver, the thing Oliver likes is he wants to be the leader, even though he's like sucky. He's like, no, he should not be a leader. Um, and Lola act like because she's watching everybody and she like knows what's up with people and so what happens is that peter will like go into these because it's so terrible being there peter will like go into his mind and just like stare off into space and 
basically he goes into window trances he goes into window trances so he's in these he window goes into stair trances he's like in a stair trance with the memories of jasper because he would rather be there than here and the only person that can like wake him up from it is oliver and then when lola tries to wake him up oliver's like no i got it i, I know how to do it and Lola immediately is like, oh, it's because you like that you're the only person that can do that. Like, you like that you can control him. Yeah, and, you're, like, getting off on it. Which I thought was, like, a really nuanced thing. Like, I, a lot of teen books, like, don't talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it makes Oliver feel important. Yeah. So then, like, they start, like, trying to figure out how to get the little red machine to, like, spit out more food. And... You know, after a while, the thing that they keep trying stops working. So then they have to try something else. And then at one point, it's like they're all fighting and it starts spitting out food. And so then they get obsessed with like doing the exact movements that they were doing to get the food to come out. So they would like all engage in like this dance, basically, the five of them. Mm -hmm. Is it five or six? Five. So then they're there's like three girls, two boys. That's right. And they do like so, – so they keep doing it, keep doing the dance, keep doing the dance. And then, of course, the machine stops working again. I'm trying to find a section where they talk about the weird dance. Oh, yeah. And it keeps changing. The dance keeps changing like minusculely. It's like – um Yeah. So here's when they first – sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it just – it's like when – um you know that like – it's like an icebreaker or an improv exercise where uh, is, you yeah. can't find the leader, you know, where no one knows Follow who the, the follower. Is. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so they do this and all of a sudden it spits out food. Lola like theorizes that they have to repeat what they all just did. Um, so it says it was at this moment that it became a dance. Lola and Blossom facing each other, moving away from the light, then back at each other then back at each whirring and click, and away again to bring on another, Oliver jumping down to the landing and Abigail shaking her head behind him, and Peter each time moving toward Oliver, then away again, watching the red light flashing on Oliver's cheekbones, Abigail a vague moving shadow behind him. Blossom, of course, was the one who broke it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Blossom. But then by the time they've been doing the dance over and over, it gets so symbolic of their interactions with each other yeah didn't you think yeah because oliver is like in between he keeps going back and forth between peter and abigail and then what was the other thing what was the other thing that they were doing uh was now it? i'm trying to find that section because it's pretty intricate it is it's like a lot of moving parts yeah, and it's weird. And the fact that they just do this as many times as possible when the machine turns on is so sad. It's really sad. It's really sad. This book is sad. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so this is too late. Where's the part? Here it is. Okay. At this particular moment, their dance went like this. Lola and Blossom, opposite one another, circled slowly around the hole in the landing. So that's significant of them mm -hmm. constantly trying to get at each other. Their arms were extended above their heads, swaying from side to side, hands outstretched. As each one reached the point nearest the edge, she would spin around quickly, timing it so that the spin occurred at every other flash of light. 
and at the moment of spinning, each would raise her head and emit a high-pitched wail. At the same time, Peter and Abigail, timing their movements precisely to the flashing light, performed a complex series of movements on two adjacent stairways, bowing to the landing, rising to their toes, and waiting for a flash with their hands on their hips and their chins lifted, turning, lifting a leg behind, and bending to touch a stair above with both hands, waiting for a flash, turning, moving quickly down to the landing to meet Oliver, of course, because they're both dependent on Oliver. Mm-hmm. And they're both subservient. Waiting for a flash, then back up on the steps where the pattern would begin again. And Oliver. Oliver, in the center of it all, moved alone. He would begin between their two stairways, stretching his back arched. Then suddenly leap, landing on a flash of light and just missing Lola as she passed. Landing with one foot in the air and spinning around instantly to begin a swaying, hip-moving walk. His arms held before him, his hands and wrists twining and intertwining his head bending toward one shoulder and then the other as he moved toward the stairs. There to meet, one every other time, Abigail or Peter. It was always Abigail the first time. He would reach her, grasp her about the waist, and with her body arched, she would fall backwards, her hands brushing the floor until at the right moment, Oliver would begin to pull her up next to him, and he would step away to begin again. At the next repetition, it would be Peter. Dude that's so fucking weird it's but like also this thing with peter and the thing with abigail are so exactly how oliver treats them yes because okay we need to talk about how oliver treats abigail because it is fucked up it is some secret boyfriend behavior yup so like all of them have been taught that like any contact is sexual between men and women and so like you can't do it and it's completely forbidden until you're like basically about to be married and you're um, not even around a member of the opposite sex unless like until you're teenagers yes and then you like start to sometimes have classes with each other to like get used to being around somebody but yeah it's like sex is dirty yes so all, all none of them have ever kissed somebody so, which I related to hard as a middle schooler because I was like, mm, yeah, it's totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they were like, so he, of course, first thing he does, he's like, I want to hook up with Abigail. She's beautiful. And she thinks he's cute. So. And it's sort he- of for him, it seemed to me more about just like he liked her reaction to him. Yes. And he also was, like, more obsessed with, like, doing the deed than her. Like, he was like, oh, I'm going to kiss a girl. Yeah. So he takes her, like, to this other landing. And And he just – this happens, like, right away. Immediately. Like, (laughs) like, half an hour of meeting each other. Yes. Everyone else is still, like, high, like, uh, two truths and a lie. And he's like, let's go make out. Um, never have I ever. And he's like, I have to go knock one off my list. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this round's about to change. Um, <laughs> so he like takes her up in this landing and he makes out with her and he instantly feels shame and takes it out on her. Yep. And she's like, what? And he's like, don't worry about it. I know. And he's like, what's it mean? And he's like, no, I know. What are you talking about? He's like, we shouldn't tell anyone about this. He's like, we definitely shouldn't tell anyone, but we should do it again. I'll yeah. see you later. I'll see you later. I'll exact. I'll exa- <laughs> I'll act the exact same way every time, except worse. And then sometimes, okay, when they find out, so like then they find out 
that the thing that the machine, and it's Lola who finds this out, the thing the machine wants them to do is to hurt each other. Like be cruel to each other. Like so mean. And, and she realizes this when, when um oh yeah, when Blossom tells everybody the like yes. mean things that Lola supposedly said about them. Some of which are true, some are not. Well, it's like it's all based on a kernel of truth and then she makes it just sound even worse. And she, it's pretty clear that Blossom is then just adding her own actual opinion to it. For sure, for sure. Yeah, to hurt them. And as soon as she's hurt them, which then causes Oliver to like actually grab Abigail by the hair and shake her around, then another pellet of food drops down. Yep. And that's when Lola realizes that the machine is now going to try to train them to be cruel to one another. And so she's like, she she's like in her head, she's like, oh, shit, we can't do this. And I don't I don't want to be this. We're going to kill each other. So yeah, she walks off like right away. And she and Peter actually goes to go talk to her. And he's like, listen, I really liked that moment. Me too. Me too. And he was and he's like, hey, like, I think I know what's going on. And he like echoes what she thinks. And he's like, I don't when you said like we can't do what it wants us to do. Like, I agree. And she's like, okay, well, and 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 she through this interaction, you know, everyone's like learning how to be more cruel to each other. But she and Peter start learning how to be like better to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Like she learns how to be an active listener, which I was like, okay. And then <laughs> like because like she she also is like, okay, the thing that he needs is to feel needed. Is like warmth. Yeah. Because yeah. um she so when he nah, I'm just gonna find that part. Because <laughs> he goes to her. Cause it's it's said very sweetly. Yes. There were a lot of really sweet moments in this book. Yeah. Particularly between the two of them, like I I really, really, really like their friendship. I did too. So she's left. They're all fighting, or um Blossom, Abigail, and Oliver are fighting about like why she left and if she's right or not. And Peter is just like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, and oh, and Oliver's like, Don't you need me to help you, buddy? And he's like, Yeah, which is so gross. No, I'm like, dude. Stop. Like, uh, don't you need like uh me, your bathroom buddy? I know. What are you the bathroom? uh, uh, I'll pee by myself this time. (laughs) He's like, I got it. Like, okay, perv. What are you, smoky? Why do you need to be around people when they're in the bathroom? Jesus. Um, yeah, Oliver sucks. So um yeah, so he gets there and she's already like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And he gets there, Lola's kind of annoyed. She's like, Oh, what do you want? And he just says, you, you're not going to, to go along with it, are you? Um, and then he says, I don't care what Blossom says. The machine, what you said about, about what it wants us to do now, I, I just felt you, you wouldn't go along with it like, like they will. And suddenly he felt such an urgency that the words for him practically tumbled out. And, and they will go along with it. I know they will. And and then I was more afraid than before, but it was different. It, it was different because I thought of you, of 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 you and what you're like and how you would never. And I just wanted to tell you, to tell you, I I want to to try it too. Maybe if if both of us won't do it, then 
then maybe the others won't or something. I don't know. Please, can we try it? I, I'm i never that hungry anyway. Oh, my God, Peter. So sad. And it says, in the silence that followed, a hundred terrible thoughts raced through his mind. She would laugh at him. She would think he was being ridiculous. He was wrong about her. She wanted to go along with the machine. She was up here plotting against them, against him in particular. Remember what Blossom said? How Lola thought he was this pitiful weakling? She wouldn't believe him. She wouldn't trust him. She would laugh at him. His thoughts were interrupted, not by a sound, but by a touch. He looked up. Lola was kneeling beside him, her hand on his shoulder, and most amazing of all, her eyes were filled with tears. Peter, she said, her voice rough. Lola crying? But how can that be? Peter, do you think we can? Do you really think we can do it? Um, Aww. And then and she's I like saying, that too. Her moment of like weakness, like because she never has a crack in her armor. And she does yeah. there. And then him like trying to be brave. Yeah. (laughs) And she says, or he says, but, but don't you want to? Yes, I think, I think we can do it if you want to. She says, and if you want to, not alone though, even I, even I probably couldn't do it by myself. I need you if it's going to work. You are essential. Do you understand that? And that's like the moment where it's, He's not going to give up because he's been told he's essential. Yeah. It's so yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. It, like he's her, never felt that way before. Yeah. Like both him feeling like, okay, like that's the thing that's going to push me and her knowing to say that to him. Like I just really, I really liked that moment. Um, yeah. And then like they're, so they decide they're going to refuse to do the machine's bidding basically so they just like hide on this other landing and slowly starve to death it's crazy it's crazy and the others come and try to get them to come back down because they're sure that it has to be all five of them but then unfortunately they figure out that it doesn't have to be all five of them yeah so abigail so they just burn on each other and it's so sad yeah it's abigail um blossom and oliver are just like taking turns teaming up on one another and Mm -hmm. like the stuff that oliver does to abigail like he like kisses her and then he's like you know what i feel disgusted after i kiss you and that it's so mean to you because you disgust me and then the machine spits out more food and so they start like they they do everything they can possibly think of to each other they're like throwing shit on each other they're like peeing on each other like it's messed and then they realize, oh man, oh, and that's because so uh, uh, Lola and Peter, they're like so fucking hungry, and so they're just like, let's just go look. Like we're just gonna go look and see what what's up like. with them. Yeah, and then that because they haven't been pestered in a while, and they're like, yeah. Aw. And then they, oh, 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 and while they're starving to death too, all of or um, Peter is like slowly teaching himself and like she, you know Lola's helping through like positive reinforcement helping him stop going into those trances and being more present and so Lola kindness. yes like and she learns like that she doesn't reward him coming out of a trance but keep staying out of a trance so like if yeah, he's not been in smart. a yeah so like if he's not been in a trance for a while she's like talking to him and like the um giving him positive reinforcement um and 
So then now he's like not really doing it anymore. He's not going on those trances anymore. So they sneak down. And unfortunately, them sneaking down reminds the bad three that like they exist. Yeah. So the bad three starts like they're like, oh, we can team up on you. Yeah. And they beat the shit out of them. Yeah, they just wail on them while Peter and Lola are curled up into little balls. And they're and so skinny. When they, when they find Oliver, Abigail, and um, and Blossom, like, some of Oliver's teeth are missing. Yeah. So they have been getting violent with one another. There's a bruise on on Abigail's head. Because they've been just like throwing shoes at each other. And so they they ran out of things to throw. Yeah. And they don't have shoes. And so even the act of beating up on them, they're like, oh, this isn't worth it because like this hurts. Yes. Because they're frustrated that like they're like, ugh, Lola and Peter are like not even exposing their bellies to us so we can beat the shit out of them well. Yeah. (laughs) It's really fucking gruesome. (laughs) It is really gruesome. Yeah. And so then what they decide to do is just torture them with the promise of food and then take it away. That was so fucking mean. They're vile. They've become just so vile. And Abigail is like ashamed to have them see her this way, but so far down the rabbit hole that she cannot come out of it. I thought they were going to save her. I thought so too. For Abigail. She's far gone. There was also like the, just like the descriptions of how they were teasing them. Like they'd hold out a piece of food and I think it's to Lola and she can't like she's so weak that she can't even really reach for the food or like mm-hmm. hold her she, hand like, doesn't up. doesn't even get close. No. And then they just eat it in front of them slowly. And it's fucked. It's what? It's fucked. <laughs> it is fucked. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> dude, it's like jacked up, dude. Fucking it's messed. like. It's messed. <laughs> it's messed. It is messed. And then, um, oh, and then, uh, so then they leave them and they're just like, okay, this isn't fun. We're going to go like do other stuff. And they're about to starve to death. Like there's a point where Lola and Peter are like basically going to die. Like their breath is slowing down. Their heart rate is slowing down. Like they're basically about to go into a coma. So they're like, let's crawl down there and just give in because we're going to die. And like that moment, too, when both of them are like, there's something in my body that just won't let me just die. I can't do this. And the other person's like, "Okay, let's go down. Well, Lola says that Peter doesn't feel it. He's like, I'll just die. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) But he he won't abandon Lola. Yeah. And goes with her but at that exact moment an elevator comes from them and takes them away nurses them back to health uh and then they're like in a room with a scientist who i also liked this moment too how they're behind basically like one way glass like mirror and mm-hmm. they're being watched by like i don't know some government focus group type thing and the scientist is like explaining to them what he did but isn't really talking to them he's like talking to the mirror so he's like not even acknowledging them the he's basically making a presentation yeah 
And I also liked that the people on the other side of the glass are like, I think that our friend Jerry's kind of gone overboard. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, mm. <laughs> okay. They're like, oh, this is your project you've been working on? And he's like, okay, so uh, I've learned that um, people can be completely subservient if you deprive them of the will to live. And yeah. so he's like, these will make perfect operatives. And they'll have to go through more training. Um, he's like, this wasn't a perfect experiment because two of them failed. Um, so we can't use them. They'll just we'll just let them go. But the and other one keeps talking about them like like they're broken, even though yeah. they're the ones who resisted. Yeah. This and guy sucks. <laughs> he does suck. And I also love that, like, he's like, you know, nothing would have broken them. And Lola and Peter are like, okay, we're not going to say that we were literally about to go do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, shh, 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 yeah. shh, fine. Shh, shh, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. <laughs> um, and he's like, but you know what? Great news for these three. We're going to use them in our project. And they're like, wait, what? Like, there's yeah. more? And he's like, yeah, it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And they're basically they're turning them into soldiers who won't question any order. Yeah. And so they're probably going to torture them more. Yeah, really sad. And when they go, they leave the facility and they're still all three of them sniping at each other. Mm -hmm. And then when they see a traffic light change color, they all start doing the dance. I know. It, they're that's so what it ends on. It's so sad. Can you can you find the ending part for Peter and Lola though? I really like that yeah. part. Yeah, me too. Do, do, do. They were walking in the hospital grounds. Blossom, Abigail, and Oliver did not seem very comfortable being out of doors. Their bodies were tense and their eyes moved constantly up to the sky and then from side to side. And though they were huddled together in a little group, they rigidly kept from touching one another. They did not smile. They were between tests. Lola and Peter, they had just learned, were soon to be sent away to an island, the doctor announced, where misfits are kept. The island of, the misfit island of misfit toys. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So they get to go be like on a freedom island, basically. Yeah. That's I'm tight. looking for the point where they hold hands. Yeah, yeah they're basically being part. sent to like Garden of Eden, which seems very weird. It does seem weird. But, you know, okay, good for them. So Blossom says, stop tagging along after us. We don't need you. Get away. Okay. With pleasure, Lola almost said, but stopped herself. They were pitiful. There was no point in being nasty. Come on, Pete, she said, and they turned and started in the other direction. He reached out and took her hand. Neither cared that someone might see. They had been taught all their lives that the only deep feelings between men and women were sexual, but now they knew that it was a lie. They were friends, and they loved one another, and their hand-holding was perfectly innocent. It was one more thing to rejoice in, one more way in which they had risen above the system, above the machine. They had won. There was no better feeling than that. And now they were to be sent away, sent away to a place where people might be like themselves, a place where things would be different and perhaps better. Aww. I love that yeah, they love each other. so nice. Aww. So then here's poor Blossom Abigail and Oliver's ending. <laughs> Still in their little group, Blossom, Ab Abigail, and Oliver hurried. They were unable to walk slowly across the hospital grounds. They stuck closely to the cement wall, feeling safer there. And then they came, and then the wall came to an end. The path took a sudden turn, and they were face to face with a traffic light, 
a green blinking traffic light. Without hesitation, they began to dance. God, that's bleak, dude. Oh, it's fucked up. It's you really know creepy. You know what, though? You know what? Fuck them. Fuck them. And also, <laughs> you know like, what? Fuck like, you. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just like in that state right now, but like, truly, like, kindness is the thing that we need to grab onto, especially when like things seem so <laughs> yes. crazy. And like, because otherwise, you end up being like those three. And yeah. I don't know. I really like – I mean, there are things I definitely didn't like about this story. The fat phobic stuff was just not my favorite. It was really just that that I – Yeah. That's the only thing. Had a problem with. It could, but it was like so offensive. It's just very intense. It's very, it very intense. It was really bad that it like made up for the fact that that was the only thing wrong. Yeah. It was like quantity, not quality. I was going to say that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> or it's like quality. It's like – like concentration like yeah or it, if you hit that hard enough it yeah. stands out as yeah uh kind of does drag the book down a little it does i do think that this book could be recreated and like that's literally the only thing that you'd have to update i agree cuz oliver's calling um lola a bitch and treating He's Abigail a villain. poorly is yeah is villain behavior it's not it's not outdated. It is calling it out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious about like about William Slater's like personal life. Like I'm curious um, because I don't know. He seems to have a pretty good grasp on like writing people as or writing relationships as complicated. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Because there are many different dynamics at play. And honestly, I think aside from the fat phobic thing, which is, again, mm -hmm. so bad, he's pretty good yeah. at writing, like, complex, like, different female characters. Like, they're not just like, hmm, I want a boyfriend. There's, yeah, like, Abigail hates herself for what she's done to the other people. Yeah. And, like, Lola is complicated. Lola's very complicated because she... Yeah. He's kind of a shithead sometimes. <laughs> yeah, she's she, she's kind of a bully. Yeah. She is. But she's she has mean. a good heart. It's like with with her, it's like nurture, not nature. Yeah. Whereas with Blossom, it's nature, not nurture. Because yes. she grew up in a very although well, she probably got raised to be very selfish and I think she did, was, yeah. Well, she come on, mean. she like lives in a house and eats real food while 99% of the world eats like protein bars and lives in like compounds. Yeah. Like, ew, you like live in a house and eat food. Yeah. You bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm glad that this book was not as boring as the last book that I remembered from my childhood, Invitation to the Game. Very boring book. That was a bummer. <laughs> I mean, but a really good, solid base of an idea. Yeah, for sure. It's just execution. Yeah. But this just book, wasn't. another thing that's great about this book, quick read. Yes, it was. Very a quick short. Read. Very short. <laughs> yeah, there was no, <laughs> pardon the pun, there was no Oh, I know what you're going to do. On this book. <laughs> <laughs> there really wasn't, though. It I was did not. It was, no, yeah, it's this it's a very like, yeah, it's very lean, very mm -hmm. to the point, mm -hmm. um, well written, 
Yeah. Yeah, except for the descriptions of Blossom. Really yeah. good. I liked this one better than his other one, Interstellar Pig. I thought that this book was more just simpler and more interesting. Yeah. And kind of more scary. Well, it was it was more about something, yeah. too, which I always like. Or I like when it's done well. If it's not done well, there are a few things I hate more. Yeah. Yeah. But this was definitely like things were happening to these people, but they all had opinions about it and were like act fairly active. So yeah, that was cool. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, that was House of Stairs. I I would say read it for sure. Yeah, it's for a good sure. read, even knowing what happens. It is for the moments, for the mo's, for the mo's. <laughs> Be in it for the mo's. Be in it for the mo's. Uh, do we know what? So next week. We Nancy Drew, Nancy Drew files a model crime. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, and as said, we will not have a guest for the foreseeable future for obvious reasons. Yeah, it's so weird how when we decided that we would do it remotely, I was like, I guess I'm overreacting. But... No, better to overreact, better to overreact. Cause like, and then the next day, it was mm -hmm. like everybody was like, "Well, never leaving my house again." It was like literally the next day, the NBA was like, "Goodbye." <laughs> yeah, we were like, "What?" Uh, yeah, shit's very weird. It's very weird, but um, we're and a so a lot of people are going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I I hope that our listeners that that you guys are going to be okay. Whatever happens, I'm sure that it's going to be a struggle for most people it is a struggle um i mean just like personally uh one of one of my gigs uh just stopped production for two weeks and we're gonna check in and possibly delay it for longer um i mean i think everybody should expect eight weeks yeah i think we should be like minimum four yeah because we don't know what's gonna happen um, but also like if you, if you have like, this is what I did. If you have like a cleaning person and like we canceled our thing for our cleaning person, but we still paid her. Yes. Yeah. Like, if you are able people, to do that. If you can. Yes, Everyone's in a like, pinch right now. Yeah. And Mike and I get a delivery of grass every other week mm -hmm. um, to put on the patio for Edwin to use to go out when we, um, don't want to have to take him on a full walk. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yes, yeah, so we're going to stop that, but continue to pay for it. So yeah, little things like that. If you guys have those little luxuries, if you can try to keep paying people. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, we're, we're still trying because we can do our show remotely. Thank goodness. Um, yeah. so if you've noticed, it sounds a little bit different. That's why. Um, yeah. If there's like a weird tinny quality that I'm hearing now and then. So yeah, you know, I'm hearing apologies, well. but also like, um, who are you to judge right now? <laughs> we are literally. I'm sorry, but there is an active god at work. Yeah, there is literally a force majeure, um, yeah. and um, <laughs> we are pushing through we're it. Really scared. We're really scared, but we're pushing through it to bring you some positive content, a little pausecon, and <laughs> um, so we hope that you find this. Con very pause. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't oh, know. Stay safe, God. guys. I seriously, please, yeah. please, 
please social distancing because like i've seen some wackadoodle dandy posts on twitter oh my god where i'm like what the f are you doing why are you showing me this picture of you at a fucking bar hide it because you're you're not just risking your life you're risking the life of not just everyone you know but everyone you don't know yeah people you just come in contact with kelly and i if you go out you could because we don't know how the dominoes fall you are risking our lives yeah dude so please keep that in so, mind. Um, personalize the risk for yourself if you don't actually feel like you're at risk. Although you guys, you are at risk. Everybody's at risk. I don't care what your age is. Even if you get it and it's a mild case, it could scar your lungs for life. Yeah, Do dude. not go out. Don't. Yeah. I mean, if you have the luxury of not going out, if you need to go out for work, you need to go out for groceries, just try to keep a safe distance from people. And thank you to all the people whose jobs are so essential that you do Seriously. still have to go out. I really appreciate it. People who work in um, trash. Yeah. Sanitation. What's the word? Yes. Sanitation. Just like essential um, services. Yeah. Yeah. We really, really appreciate it and are thinking of you guys. And we're also thinking of all the people whose jobs haven't been classified as like infrastructure essential mm-hmm. who are going to be out of work um yeah stay healthy stay solvent we hope mm-hmm. that you're okay mm-hmm. um kelly and i are both uh also in a precarious <laughs> situation so yeah uh, we dude. feel you we feel you it's like every industry is getting hit pretty hard and you know you yeah, it's literally every day we're getting emails that are like, hey, so this job that you're supposed to do, um, not yeah. right now. And stay yeah. inside. And, <laughs> and it's like, mm. um, and we don't know when. <laughs> but you know, stay yeah, I have about I have about eight weeks I could last eight weeks, I wanna say. Mm. And then I'm gonna be in some trouble. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm right now, I'm uh Coasting on the promise of a paycheck that's supposed to be coming. So I got one. And then I've got um, my tax refund. So it's not great. No, it's not great right now for us. I'm like wearing a thick coat of like, like um, not irony, but nihilism. Or like, yeah, just a thick coat of denial mm. of like, joking denial yeah dude no Um, it's mess but i'm very scared all the time now Mm -hmm. um and yeah hope everybody stays safe and healthy yeah it's it's i never thought i would see something like this happen truly like i just it's like i thought that we were all protected from it because we had figured out vaccines for some things that we would just be like mine forever yeah this is truly um i think last wednesday which was the day that um like all the sports were like we're no longer uh doing anything for this season and like trump did that terrible like announcement um Mm -hmm. and like the travel ban and everything happened on like one day um and like the stock market was terrible and um you know politics is like really fucked that day Micah was saying he had not experienced such a crazy world day like that since 9-11. And I think that's probably true. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I have not felt. I I feel far more scared now than I did on 9-11, but it was, it's certainly been the same sort of like, oh, I don't live in the same world anymore. Everything is going to be different forever now. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've ever experienced a world health situation like this in my life ever. No. And it's been a real reality check and a real privilege check. Because mm-hmm. um, like other countries go through droughts and famines and like yeah, people in Yemen just starving to death everywhere because of war. Like it's been a real privilege check. For sure. For sure. And I've always like I've never been callous about those things. Like I've always been very aware and very sympathetic and concerned, but it's a lot different to actually like see the possibility of something like that looming. Yeah. Well, it's like um knowing versus understanding. Yeah. I've just been like bouncing around feeling generally um untouchable. <laughs> you know what's weird? This has all felt like a dream to me. Like this has all felt very surreal and I feel like I think I am also kind of in denial because my brain just like feels wrapped in cotton, kind of. Um, it's it's very yeah, it's very interesting it's like because shock. I feel like intense panic, but at the same time, I've been wondering like when will my body realize that it I'm not letting it go anywhere? <laughs> like, yeah, when will it really like when will my actual physical self start to feel the, trapped? Because I'm so used to just holding up in my apartment and binging television as it is. Mm -hmm. It's something I've done my whole life. It's a lot of staying at home. And so I'm really curious to find out when my body goes, okay, but like, can we go somewhere now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I have to go, no body, we can't. Yeah. I... I feel the same. Although we can get out in nature as long as we're, you know, distancing ourselves, but there are like there are so many surfaces we have to touch. I know. I and I'm like very scared. Yeah, I have yet because what I've been wanting to do is to go for a run, but the rain has been. Yeah, that's been a real weird addition. Yeah, yeah, because if people could just like go out and exercise more, that would make a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, it's been raining for. This is we're going into our second straight week of rain, which is as long as the panic has lasted. Yeah. Like what? It's a very weird coincidence. Yeah. It is very weird. Um, And even right now as we're speaking, I'm feeling like waves of panic where it's like, oh, my God, like what's going to happen? But it's weird because it's like, you know, you go from that to like numbness to back to panic and yeah, I said on Twitter, I'm I'm either I'm like vacillating wildly between like just total unchecked panic and going like <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, I mean, well, cuz a lot of times, you know, all you can do is that nihilistic laughter where you're like nothing makes yeah. sense, <laughs> like yellow humor. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's so weird. <laughs> but I guess, you know, it's important it's so to like weird. try and stay social, so if you can, like talk to people not in person but <laughs> oh um, yeah call facetime good old-fashioned calls yeah i called my parents yesterday they were ta- i was trying to get them to stop going out to fucking dinner but luckily the government Ooh, yeah. made that decision for me yeah that's good thank god 
I hope people are finally getting the message. But well, uh, not in Florida. We're like, I know the fact that people are like, one last hurrah. I know that is not how this works. Oh my, that's not how the spread of disease works. You have no idea. No, who was in that bar with you? It's not no idea. Like when people are like, well, it's not until Monday, and I'm like, right, but you can control right now the holidays, or you're not like about to start a diet. So exactly. Eat a cake exactly. This, is this isn't a cheat day. That. No, this is not a cheat day. Coronavirus All the doesn't know. Who are going to Disneyland before it closed. Oh my like, god! It will still be there. No, no, no. Very bad. Very bad. Oh god! Did you see so that? Upsetting. Um, that thing on Twitter. It was actually pretty funny. So this girl posted like this picture of herself wearing this like mask that was like crocheted. It's like a crocheted mask like surgical I don't mask. think I did see this. Okay, no. so she's posted her some selfies of her wearing them and it was like, can we please make these crocheted masks a thing? And then someone retweeted and was like, Miss Rona is going to s- slide right through that, honey. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It took me a second. Yeah, Miss Rona. Yeah, like, what do you, th- how do you think air works? Yeah, like, I'm sorry, but like a crochet? I don't, why don't we just cover the whole world in crochet then, boo? What are you talking about? <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm so sorry to people break are not, People are not quite grasping yeah. how disease spreads and how um, shutdowns work. Yeah. Dude, did you see the pictures of O'Hare? That shit was crazy. No, I didn't. <gasps> okay. Ugh. Well, because... Oh, no. Yeah. No, seriously. Illinois is fucked right now. So because oh, the no. travel ban was like, you know, implemented with not really any ways to implement it. Um, yeah, just look up, do it right now. I want to hear your reaction. Look up O'Hare, um, coronavirus, I guess. Yeah, because so basically the travel ban has made it so that, um, ooh, yep, ooh, yeah, yikes, all those people got corona. Oh my god, I'd be freaking out. I would be barfing on social distancing is, is impossible, yeah. Oh, yikes. Yeah. That's so scary. God, how many people are we going to be able to track from there? I am <laughs> so concerned. Maybe now it's changing now that Trump is actually like, we're shutting things down. Yeah. So concerned about seeing higher concentrations of COVID-19 in Republican-run districts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they believe he Trump. was... Passing it off as some sort of like hoax? hoax to try to ruin his election. Stop. It was such bullshit. So, yeah, I do wonder because I'm really hoping now people get the message now that he's actually saying, like, because yesterday the, the CDC was saying no more than 50 people. And then today Trump was like, no more than 10. Really? In yeah. a room? Yeah. Well, like in a gathering. Like, people are still having to go to work if. That's the case. So, like, not restaurants, not bars, but like offices, you can still right. go to work. Although everybody's working from home if they can, and it's like keep like six to ten feet of distance between you and everybody else. But you know what I was thinking about? <laughs> um, I was thinking about how like the people who are like the most bummed out about being forced to work from home are the ones who have like a crush on someone in the office, but they're not at the level where they can hang out. 
And they're like, oh, no, I won't be able to see Julie again. Like, we won't be able to joke with each other next to the microwave. I can't, like, try to touch her hand on it. <laughs> I can't, like, like give her a piece of paper. not now. <laughs> oh, my God. So many people in this airport. Oh, my God. I know it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. Oh, I'm glad that you're not flying. Yeah, I'm not flying this week. Um, Super Punch oh. is going to be... Uh, Remotely from each of our homes. Um, so they're sending some kind of like, um, live view machine that uh, a technician is going to have to set up in my home. And I mean, it's a show about Twitch. I Twitch. know. You would think it'd be so, great to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be doing that, which is, um, I mean, I think it'll be good. And I think we can have a really fun show doing that. Um, yeah. So that'll be good. Um, but yeah, uh, things are production for everything is kind of yeah. yeah, and like a lot of my friends um, that work in like crew um, are just like yeah, I just lost all my work because yeah, everybody's job is canceled. Yeah, everybody, everybody. Um, Ooh, these photos are terrifying. Yes, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, I told you to look at them because <laughs> <laughs> like. Now all these people are I know they're all their running amok in Illinois. And it's not their fault. Mm -mm. But I think everybody who could have should have rented a car. Yeah. And I know that not everybody can do that. But I hope that as many, although they're going to run out of cars, <laughs> I hope that they're gonna run out of cars they're gonna run out of cars national emergency we have officially run out of cars <laughs> there's not enough cars uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where all the cars go <laughs> okay so it's like um the leftovers or any other thing like that where like everyone's gone except for like a couple people but it's with cars you wake up no cars what do we do? Ah, there's no cars. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's like The Walking Dead, but instead of zombies, there's no cars. <laughs> I'm going to pitch something like that. And people are going to be like, get out. <laughs> but, and hear me out. Instead of zombies, no cars. No cars. <laughs> no cars. They're like, oh. So, and I'm like, yup. What do you think of that? <laughs> Like, so is there something nope. after? Well, that's, that's it. That's what I have so far. That's it. And that's all there ever will be. Because what else could you be more scared of? <laughs> <laughs> no cars would be great. I mean, it would. It'd be a blessing. It'd be a blessing. I mean, for the environment, not for work. I do. Did you see the thing that, like, above Italy, like, um, pollution's getting better? Well, it would have to. <laughs> I mean, what, what other choice does it have? I mean, <laughs> pollution has no choice but not to be. <laughs> Can't you see you're not wanted pollution? No room. No room at the inn. <laughs> no room, no cars. <laughs> Listen, how long have Lindsay and I been inside? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I've been inside since last Monday. I've been inside. Because I had a cough. Yeah, you had a cough. I like we had to cancel last week because I was like I'm sort of sick, and I was like this bitch. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I was like I'm not gonna go over her house. Yeah. So I haven't. Oh, I went to 
when my cough was better and I wasn't feeling as tired Thursday morning, I went into work and they were like, okay, so meeting, everybody will be working from home. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, great. I'm glad I came in. Wonderful. And then the following day was just going to be hiatus anyway. Yeah. For, there you go. for me. For me. For me, the writer. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 Man. It's crazy. Oof. It's crazy. You know, did you know, and I'm going to say this now, when we were talking uh-huh. about how scary this pandemic was, I was having a minor panic attack. <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that? I I didn't. I was literally like, I can't feel my fingers and my pinkies are tingling. I can't breathe. The air, the air, there is not enough. <laughs> and that was uh, ago. I feel very warm right now. <laughs> and now I feel amazing. So <laughs> I just want you guys to know that that both things, oh, are, things are scary. Both things are possible. Um, I was literally like looking around like I was like looking out the window and like thinking about the rain and how like I was trapped in this house and like what's going to happen and blah, blah blah but now I'm okay and so I just want you to know that even if you feel very panicked minutes minutes from now you'll feel okay and that every time yes. the panic happens like just keep breathing and and talk to somebody and like keep focusing on on the conversation you're having and it'll pass yeah and then five hours later, it will show up again. You know, and but then that's it'll a problem for five hours. And then it'll pass again. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a problem for future you. Oh, I wanted to give a recommendation if people are looking for a game to play because, you know, everyone's looking for stuff to do. Yeah. If you want to play a game that's like really relaxing and like escapism and has no stress whatsoever, I highly recommend this game called East Shade. Um, and it's an RPG where you just run around. There's no combat. And everyone's like different animals that live in like really beautiful little villages. And you're a painter and you just go around and like paint things for people. And like, they're like, this sounds great. They're like, my head's stuck in a jar. Can you find me some soap? <laughs> and then you have to go find soap and you give them soap. <laughs> Although I did accidentally tell a man that he was an unfit father and he <laughs> punched me in the face. Like a real man? No, he was a. Oh, okay. I think he was a antelope type creature i did tell him that he was an unfit father oh yeah you don't interact with other people it's purely single player um so i told a a guy he was an unfit father and then he got really mad at me and punched me and because there's no combat i just passed out so (laughs) so there there can still be drama if you like drama um but it's just if you want to stir some shit up you can listen you but you will get you can still be a messy bitch if you want to be a messy bitch you can (laughs) but it's not but now you can do it to simulated people right you can do it in like a peaceful town and you can bring drama that their town has never known (laughs) Um, you can introduce drama yeah yeah you can be coronavirus (laughs) to a town (laughs) Be a human coronavirus. Uh, okay. Well, let's wrap this episode because we're doing a marathon recording sesh. So we got, we got to record something else. That's true. We have like four episodes to record this week. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Um, All right. Thank you so much to everybody. Uh, thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers. It, now more than ever, uh, you really help our show. <laughs> Um, yes um so if you are in a place where you can keep subscribing 
Thank you so much. If you are not, we very much understand, but um, yeah, it it's helping us out as well. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much to our Patreon producers. That's the $15 tier. Uh, thank you so much, Adriana. Thank you so much. Pulling up the note. Thank you so much, <laughs> Ashley Fritz. Thank you so much, Claire Moore. Thank you so much, Danny. Thank you so much, Emily Pooley. Thank you so much, Jordan Colwick. Thank you so much, Karen Lewis. Thank you very much, Kelly Burns. Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you so much, Landry Desmond. Thank you, thank you, Luke Bartek. A thousand thanks, Mandalay Walschlager. Uh, a, a hot piping bowl of thanks, Mariana <laughs> Terzakis. Um, a, a delicious salad with a, mm. a creamy dressing of thanks to Micah Unit. Oh, um, uh, slide your toes into a warm, bubbly bath of thanks, Miguel Camacho. <laughs> Um, hey, Molly Marks, <laughs> come check out this, this bed. I built it off of my thanks to you. Oh, um, I looked at a piece of furniture. Oh, I should do that. When I okay. That. Yeah. Um, okay. oh, here's an crispy wrong adjective. <laughs> here's a crisp cup of cold, refreshing. <laughs> thanks, Randy Clett. <gasps> Hey, Rogue Kalihua, um, I made you this hyping hot um, mug of sweet thanks. <laughs> hey, Sarah, um, I handmade this artisan candle with a scent of thanks. <laughs> um, hey, what's in this box? <laughs> Sarah Jaggers, what's in this box? Oh. It's my thing. <laughs> um, hey, Sarah Nichelle, what is that pitter-patter of sound on my window? Oh, that's Sprinkle Sprinkles of Thanks. <laughs> um, hey, what's, uh-oh, what's stuck in my shredder over here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's jammed. Hang on, I have to open it up and try to figure out what's jam oh god it's all of my thanks to you it my thanks are so <laughs> plentiful to you sydney bollinger that they got stuck i don't know why i was trying to shred them though. <laughs> oh i know because i was gonna make them into confetti to send to your house oh. you know when i was a kid i was like really obsessed with taking all of the trash from the inside of a hole puncher and like <laughs> if i save enough of this i'll have my own confetti <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you're a dork mm -hmm. i am a dork uh -huh. um, as was i hey victoria beck um oh what is this coiled on the floor <laughs> it is a very long xlr cable of thanks <laughs> <laughs> oh god my internet is being so slow right now why is it being so slow Oh, I'm trying to upload too many thanks to Wendy Bartos. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it only took 40 minutes. Oh, wow. So thank you. Thank you so much to our Patreon producers and all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah, we really, really appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell our show. So, tell about. Our, wait, what? Tell, tell our show about <laughs> your friends. <laughs> 
tell people about uh, our show. We're COVID drunk. Uh, tell people about our show. That's it. Just do it. I have to say to you. There's so many people inside. Just do it. Uh, God yes. damn it. Thank you for listening. It. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, bless to you and yours. Uh, we'll catch mm. you next week with some Nancy Drew, a model crime. Um, stay safe and healthy and happy and um, housed and fed and loved um, and keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.